and welcome to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am, as always, your dungeon master on this nautical adventure. Joining me today, I have Andy Latai. Finn Fisher. No, Lonnie Stevenson. Reagan Stockweather. And Taylor Wallace. Malachi Kassir. And we're back with episode 52. Um, we're rebooting the DC Universe, people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. Okay, so let me do a little bit of a recap, and then we can dive right in. Um, the boys found themselves at the start of last episode separated, each in a different strange location. Uh, Malachi, uh, woke up in the middle of a salt flat and pretty quickly was spoken to by the entity known as the Dreamer who you guys have briefly crossed paths with once before, sort of welcomed Malachi to her domain um, and told him to follow the path um, to find his friends. Uh, Malachi, after some deliberation, eventually walked along the path for a ways um, until the dreamer made some little taunt about uh, following orders, at which point Malachi stepped off the path and fell into avoid um meanwhile finn was having a conversation with a very large fish sitting next to a pool uh the fish asked finn to give him his name but finn very smartly sidestepped um and gave the fish the name barnaby instead um i'm slinging names all over the place (laughs) reagan found himself uh in a forest with someone who appeared to be uh heartmark uh, Hartmark, or the, the entity calling themselves Hartmark, uh, flirted with Reagan for a while, tried to get him to eat an apple, and then Reagan cast Dispel Magic, dispelling the illusion, and saw a brief glimpse of sharp teeth before the entity disappeared. Fucked up. You all then managed to, managed to reunite in a wheat field, uh, which- Through no methods of our own. <laughs> through no methods of your own, Reagan just sort of woke up there, Finn walked there, Malachi fell there, um, you reunited, tried to figure out where you were and what to do, at which point you were attacked by some redcaps and a Korid who were hiding in the grass, who seemed very peeved that you were intruding on their wheat field, despite the fact that you, again, through no fault of your own, were intruding on their wheat field. Uh, You managed to get away from them and into a forest to sort of catch your breath a little bit. Um... Finn decided to cast the spell Dream to see if he could access this sort of dream world and potentially manipulate it. Um, Instead, he found himself standing in a strange blank void, um, facing a beautiful archfey-looking form, uh, with her eyes closed, appearing to be dreaming, um, and briefly glimpsing behind him a twisted uh aberration with eyes at the ends of stalks um finn had a brief conversation with this entity or entities the dreamer whatever is going on there um before she shunted him out of the dream and back to his friends but with matt black now but with matt black now through a a little uh bit of wordplay and promises made uh you do now have matt black in the shrunken ship form sitting on the forest floor in front of you 
Um, and that's where you guys are now. You have been, at multiple points, mostly by the Dreamer, invited to a party. And you can hear somewhere in the distance the sound of music. Um, the hills are alive? But where you are right now, the forest is quiet. So, you guys can take a short rest. Uh, at the start of this short rest, mm-hmm. I want to do my little ritual and try to summon Nurgle here. Yeah, Finn, you definitely, like, as soon as you sort of woke up in the canyon and as you were talking to Barnaby and stuff like that, you did not feel Nurgle's, like, accessible presence anywhere nearby you. Um, But as you sort of, like, center yourself and do the ritual to bring him back the same way you would if he'd been dispelled or killed, um, after a moment, uh, Nurgle poofs into existence. Would you like him to still- Oh. Would you like him to still be a seagull or is he a different animal? Yeah, still a seagull. Okay. We're going for classic Nurgle here. Appears on the ground in front of you. Nurgle comes back as Heartmark. <laughs> um, his feathers his feathers are kind of like all fluffed up and he sort of like looks around. He kind of like pulls his neck in and looks around and is like, ah, ah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know. Bad vibes. You don't ah, have to tell me. Ah. <laughs> yeah, bad vibes all over the place. We're uh, apparently we're in the dreamer's domain. Ah. Uh, she wants us to go to a party. Ah. Uh, you now know pretty much everything that I do. Good to see you. I kept thinking maybe we would just run into you in a forest somewhere here, but this works too. Ah! Uh, he kind of, you know, nudges your hand with his head. Ah. <laughs> Exhibiting very cat-like behaviors. Um, cool. Yeah, you guys can take your short rest. Nothing disturbs you over the course while you're resting. And now that Nurgle's by my side, I roll the max amount on all my hit dice. Yes, correct. All right, I'm back up to 53. And Reagan's at full, right? Yeah, I don't think I, I didn't take damage. All right, and I'm back up to 74. Nice. Nurgle, your presence is so invigorating. <laughs> ah! <laughs> cool. Um, so once you guys finish your hour of rest, um, what do you do? I, I mean, should we go to the party? Yeah. I think we have to. Like, I don't, I don't like it, but I don't know what else. We, I don't know what else there is to do. <laughs> At least I'll get to hang out with Lizzie again. Get, get to, hey, yeah. Hold on, Finn. She was kind of fun. <laughs> we had some good times. If you'll recall, she's the one who made me cut you. <laughs> nah, I don't know. You, you were not that hesitant. Because <laughs> I heal. we're not going to get into this again. <laughs> Cool. Um, you guys start to approach. Nurgle and I exchange a knowing <laughs> glance. Mm-hmm. You guys start to approach. Do you just walk right up? Absolutely not. Or are you doing anything else? Or Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if I've done this already, but if not, I'm going to cast Mage Armor. Okay. Yeah. No harm in doing it again, as it is free. Oh, you know what, Hannah? Mm-hmm. Out of curiosity, what is my navigational tattoo telling me? Yeah. Um, nice. Your navigational tattoo, um, as you kind of glance down at it. Now, remind me, did we say, like, anything about it what have we established about it visually like how does it usually work i don't think we established much we haven't okay. really established f- f- the way i was envisioning it honestly it was like almost like the the readout would be like on a ship's display or something and it's just like the numbers ticking by of like longitude and latitude and like a compass that like spins okay felt like that was cool yeah so the little compass needle is like spinning wildly um Mm. it is like just kind of like making 
kind of constant circles um, as you glance down. And the numbers are like scrolling to different numbers. And every once in a while, they'll like pause on a longitude and latitude for like a few seconds and then sort of like scroll to another one. It almost like the, the readout on your arm is telling you that you're like switching position constantly is essentially what you're getting from it. Hmm. Entirely confused. Fucked up. Oh, I see. We need to go this way. No, this way. Wait, no, this way. Oh, no, 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 this way. Oh, oh no, this way. Ah! This is giving me a headache. I can't look at this anymore. <laughs> I slap my hand over it because it's making me dizzy. <laughs> hey, remind me. Are both of you uh, resistant to charm effects or no? Yeah, I have advantage on saves against charm. I have advantage on saves. Okay. Oh shit, guys! Did anyone? I don't have a hostess gift. Did somebody bring a hostess gift? Oh crap! I pick up like a rock off the ground. <laughs> eh? Yeah, all right. <laughs> this is this looks like a nice one. You're you're gonna give her a gift? The fate like gifts, Malachi. I think the gift might be us. Wow, <laughs> so true. The gift is our presents. <laughs> exactly. We need presents to give her. <laughs> My presence is the present. <laughs> Hannah, I would like to gather a small bucket of flowers from the, the wildflowers and twigs and berries. Yeah, you can easily do that. I mean, this forest, now that you guys are sort of like settled in it a little bit, it's very beautiful. It seems like it's spring here. Like there's lots of like little, like young flowers. You've got like crocuses and daffodils and all that kind of stuff. Um, you see there's some like clover and there seems to be like an overabundance of four leaf clover. Um, <laughs> there's a few like every once in a while, like Reagan, as you like reach down to like pick a daisy that you see growing there, like in the instant before your fingers touch it, the daisy is like old and rotting and decaying and Ooh. all the petals are falling off. Um, but then as your fingers make contact, it goes back to being beautiful again and you can pick it and there's no issues. Hmm. Oh my God, I have the restoring touch of life. <laughs> huh, that's weird. Or maybe you have the rotting and decaying touch of a few inches from your fingers. <laughs> Would you literally just let me have one nice thing ever, Finn? <laughs> just, just one nice thing that I can do. Okay, I didn't realize you were that into flowers. Okay. Any, any spell casting before you start over to the party? I suppose not. No. And then also, I want to know if you're just going to waltz right up or if you're going to try to, like, sneak closer or anything like that. I'm just walking in all guns blazing. Cool. Well, okay, let's maybe not blaze guns. Whatever those are. <laughs> okay. Um, and you guys are just going to walk toward the sound of the music. Uh, Finn, is Nurgle with you, or is he going to be, like, flying above or in a pocket dimension? Whoa, can he go to a pocket dimension? Yeah, that's you can, you can vanish him and then bring him back with an action. It does take an action to bring him back. Wait, really? Yes. <laughs> wow. I mean, I knew I could do that, but I thought I had to cast a spell again to summon him mm -mm. back. You can just summon him back wow, with an okay. action. But no, I think he's going to stay with me. Okay. I'm wary of being separated in this strange place. Ah! He's just on my shoulder. Yeah, he's, he's still all huddled up his neck like... You know, do you guys know what I mean when I say that? His neck is like yes. shrunk in, so his chin is like resting his on his feathers. There's all bunch up yeah, around it. Exactly. Uh -huh. He's doing that. God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> cool. And you guys begin to follow the sound of the music. Um, it's very easy to find. In fact, it, it almost feels like the most obvious way to go is the way that makes the music get louder. Hmm. Like the trees are parting around you. Like there's a path, even though there isn't actually one. Hmm. Surprise, surprise. 
you begin to hear kind of as you get closer, the music is like flutes and lyres and lutes and all of those good instruments. You hear some bells kind of ringing above it all. Can we be at least attempting to be sneaky? <laughs> Malachi can sneak, but Reagan's just storming right in. Finn is walking <laughs> warily, like constantly on the lookout for something mm-hmm. jumping out at him. All right. Warily, I suppose, is a better... Yeah, Reagan is kind of striding the other two of you a little bit more, you know. You've got hands hands on your weapons and eyes darting from side to side. Um, as you get closer... Should we hold hands? <laughs> as you get closer, um, you begin to also hear, like, the sounds of laughter and conversation uh, rising above the music and mingling with it. Um, sounds like quite a few people. Um, there's just kind of like talking, mostly in a language that you don't recognize. Um, you hear the sounds of, of laughter, mostly sounds like adults. You don't hear like a lot of children, um, but like a, a very, like a party that is in full swing. And as you get closer, you begin to kind of catch your first glimpses of people, of movement through the trees until eventually the trees open up into a enormous clearing. And the first thing you notice is that the clearing is full of people who are dancing. Um, there is like a a ring of people all kind of holding hands, smiling and dancing this elaborate dance, their feet moving so fast. Um, lots and lots of like colorful clothing, um, the swirl of skirts and the kind of bright colorful whirlwind of this. People have long hair, flower crowns, bare feet, all of these just like very, very beautiful elven looking people. They look like elves, but like you guys have met elves. Mom? 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 You can see that these <laughs> these elves, their ears are even longer. Their features are like even more heightened. They're very tall. Um, some of these people are like seven feet tall. Um, and all of them are just stunningly beautiful. And they are doing this swirling dance. Um, you can kind of see around them, uh, you can see that the dancers are ringed by a circle of mushrooms. And you can also see that there are banquet tables laden with food off to the side. Um, a stupendous feast, mostly kind of like natural food. There's fresh fruit and vegetables and um, you don't see any meat or any fish or anything like that. It's just like this this mm. garden feast, but just the most like the most perfect strawberries, the most perfect apples, all of that. Um, as you guys draw nearer, you see Finn's stomach growls. You see that uh, hey, quiet down. One of the dancers sort of like breaks away from the circle and kind of like comes running over to you guys. Uh, they've got this bright smile on their face, and they just sort of like hold out a hand and they're like, "Come on, come join the dance." Um, I need wisdom saving throws with advantage from Reagan and Finn. Malachi, you actually don't get a saving throw, you automatically fail this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As a charm charm effect. Um, So you two have advantage on this wisdom saving throw. Oh, I don't don't dance. Uh, I rolled a a three and a six, so. Wow. (laughs) 22. Okay, and you do, you benefit from Malachi's aura, Reagan, but I don't think that's gonna get you high enough anyway. It's a 10. Cool. Finn, you kind of like, I don't know how you feel about this offer, but you can certainly tell that it's magical. Pass. Um, Malachi and Reagan, you guys both, 
as soon as this person extends their hand to you, you just feel like, oh yeah, of course you're gonna go dance. Like, that's what you're here for. That's that's kind of what this has all been building to, and it looks oh, like so yeah. much fun. Uh, I don't dance, but this seems super safe and right, so I say yes. Yeah, it's so oh, easy. Um, yeah, come gonna- on, Mal, you're gonna do a great job. Let me show you the ropes. Guys, got Malachi, you're not very dexterous. <laughs> Are you sure about this? No, Finn, this is this is absolutely safe and correct. We're going to do this. Yeah, Finn, nothing okay. has ever gone wrong from people <laughs> stepping into side of rings of mushrooms. This is going to be great. I see what's going on here. Um, they grab your... I'm so glad I didn't cast that spell before. What a waste. <laughs> they grab your hands and pull you uh, into the circle, and you guys... What a waste that would have been. This is great. <laughs> you guys begin the dance. Uh, Finn, what are you doing? Look how short Reagan is. He's not going to be a good dance partner. <laughs> Fuck you, Finn. I'm having a good time expressing my creative spirit (laughs) dances for everybody i look around Mm -hmm. are there other beings around besides the dancers or are the tables all empty uh make a perception check 10 okay the the table does not have like chairs at it um it's you know like a snack table rather than a dinner table um you see that there is also like drinks this like elven elven wine um in these like bottles being poured into beautiful little champagne flutes um and there are like a few of these uh fey sort of like standing at the edge of the circle like drinking the wine or eating and talking to each other um there's no seating anywhere it seems like no one is expected to get tired um you do spot on a 10 kind of like standing on not quite on the other side of the circle from you, but kind of around the circle so that you can just barely see her around the circle. Um, There is a little girl with little blonde ringlets, um, the only child that you can see here, with a doll in her hand, um, just sort of like smiling and humming a little bit as she watches the dancers. Oh, and there's musicians also kind of dotted around the edge. Uh, I guess I'm going to go talk to Lizzie. Okay, cool. I assume that is Lizzie. It is Lizzie. And as you walk over to her, she looks over at you and she goes, Hi, Finn. Hey, Lizzie. What's up? Oh, welcome to the party. Isn't it fun? Yeah, looks pretty neat. Why aren't you dancing? Oh, I don't want to. Oh, that's okay. I don't want to either. Your friends are having fun. Well, why not? Oh, I don't know. I get tired. Uh, Plus, I wanted to see if you were going to show up. Uh, yeah, well, here I am, ta-da! Yay! So, like, what's what's going on? What's the occasion? Oh, I don't know. Things are just kind of, you know, like this here. Isn't it fun? We, oh, we sort of, this is, nice. this is my mommy's, um, like, you know, castle, like, place where she is. Although there's a real castle. I don't have a treehouse here, but there's a real castle not too far away. And it's beautiful, oh. it's big, and it's over the clouds, and, and there's lots of, like, places Whoa. to play. And, oh, it's so much fun. You'll have to come with me. I want to show you. Wow, a castle in the clouds. That sounds fun. Yeah. I bet there aren't any floors for you to sweep <laughs> there. <laughs> sure aren't. <laughs> and there's waterfalls and unicorns and Whoa. all kinds of things. Cool, that sounds awesome. Um, I sit down next to Lizzie, and I'm like, wow, that sounds awesome. Maybe we should all go there. Yeah, well, we can go there in a bit. They're having so much fun. I don't want to distract them. Yeah. Do they ever take- Hey, Lizzie! Reagan, this is great. Is your (laughs) mom here? I brought a hostess gift. (laughs) Haven't seen her. Hi, my mom is around here somewhere, although she's back at the castle. Okay, I'll- Wait until I see her 
Unless... Okay. You want these... If you have a gift... Yeah, do you want to give it to me? I like gifts. Yeah. Just come. <laughs> run over here. And grab it. It's the flowers. In the bucket. <laughs> she does. She, like, very briefly... She's like, hold on to Finn. And she basically just, like, runs and, like briefly joins in the dance and like grabs the flower bucket from you, Reagan, and is like, hi, thanks, these are so pretty. I hate it here. Mm, no, you're having so much fun. Don't say you hate it here. People aren't sad here. I know. See, there you go. She kind of pats your arm um, and goes back over to Finn. So how long does this dancing usually last? Like, do they take breaks? Um, I don't know. Last kind of a long time until the music stops. Has the music ever stopped? Um, probably not for a long time. Uh-huh. Listen, uh, I mean, I they do look like they're having fun. I hate to mess that up, but I do, I would love if me and Malachi and Reagan could do, go see this castle. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, Finn, you can make a persuasion check. 18. Okay. Um, Lizzie sort of hesitates. She goes, mm-hmm. Let me go ask my sister. Okay. And she leaves Finn and goes like around the circle kind of to where she's hidden from you by the other dancers. If you don't like. I I edge around to keep an eye on her. Cool. Uh, in the meantime, I do want Malachi and Reagan both to give me a constitution saving throw and then another wisdom saving throw. Reagan, you can benefit from aura on both of those. Oh, and Reagan, you still have advantage on the whiz save, not on the con save, but on the whiz I got a nat 20 on my whiz save. Nice. So did I. <laughs> wow! Yeah! <laughs> uh, con is going to be... No, wait, backwards. I got a nat 20, which came to a 30 on the con save. Wow. My God. And then Jeez. a 17 on the whiz save. Okay. 18 on the con save. Okay, cool. Um, So... The two of you are like frantically dancing. Um, and it is, it's wild. You're you're not, uh, Reagan, you're probably a decent dancer, but Malachi, you've never Thank been you. the most dexterous person. You just seem like you'd have that vibe. Um, but Malachi, you've never <laughs> been the most dexterous person. And you still like, in this moment, in this circle, you guys know all of the steps. Reagan, you're look, just kind look at of my feet. like- Where'd you go? <laughs> you're just perfectly like switching between the dancers. And it's one of those where like, you go into <laughs> the middle it. and then you come out. And everyone's holding hands and switching partners, and, and it's this whirlwind of color and activity. Oh, maybe I shouldn't interrupt. He does seem so happy. You both manage to stay caught up in the rhythm of the dance and not gain any exhaustion from this um, as, as the frantic energy of the time is passing. Um, and as sort of a few minutes pass, Malachi, um, you're... You're having a good time. You're happy. This is, this feels good. This feels like you could just kind of stay in this swirl of color forever. Um, but you can feel the heaviness of something in your pocket. And for a second, you're like, oh, God, what is that? Um, and as you remember your holy symbol, in that moment, you're like, oh, 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 this was not, this is not fun. This was not me. And your feet kind of like stumble a little bit. And you sort of like. I drop my dance partner's hands like they're hot. <laughs> yeah, you drop your dance partner's hands and you stumble and sort of stumble into Reagan a little bit. Um, and Reagan, as you kind of like Malachi stumbles into you, knocks you out of the step of the dance and you sort of feel your head clear. And both oh, of Mal, you. Oh, Mal, you never touched me like that. Oh, my God. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. We have to stop dancing. Um, 
Never again. <laughs> you, I assume, back out of the circle. Yes. Um. Oh, hey, guys. I was going to help. Yeah, sure you were. You were enjoying that. Yeah, thanks, Finn. I w- I w- I'm literally in the middle of doing something. Yeah, in the meantime, Finn, you've kind of like snuck around. Uh, make another perception check for me. 15. Okay. Um, you see Lizzie kind of like walks over to a portion of the forest where you can't really see anyone standing at first, but then sort of like... Lizzie, like, stops and looks up and is clearly talking to someone. Um, And as she does that, you see sort of, like, she almost seems to, like, ripple into existence. Like, she wasn't there a second ago. Um, You see another of these, like, fey-looking figures. Although she looks, all of these Eladrins sort of look, like, ageless. Like, they could be 400 years old or, like, 30. But this one looks younger. Like, she's, hmm in her late teens. Um, So maybe about Finn's age. Wow. Oh God, she better not be my mother. (laughs) She has kind of like long dark hair, very, very like straight, long dark hair and is wearing a sort of like dark colored dress. And you see she talks to Lizzie and then kind of like looks up over at Finn and over at where the two of you are currently stumbling out of the dance circle. And she's sort of like, gives a little wave and a sort of a, a sly smile. Mm. Oh, ho. I start to walk over to them. Okay. I follow Finn. Uh, I glare at her. Malachi does like the thing where you point at your eyes with two fingers and point at someone else's eyes and then point mm-hmm. back to your eyes. That's what he does to the sister. Okay. <laughs> oh, can we, can we see the sister? Yeah, you guys have now sort of like come out of the circle and once, once she waves at Finn, you all see her. Is that, is that, is that a goth? Is that a big titty goth GF in a tree? No. Reagan, she's a no, teenager. No, it's a teen. <laughs> she said she was your age. Who? You. <laughs> Who said that? Oh, the voice of God inside my head. Sorry. <laughs> the narrative description. Also, I'm arguably a teenager, so... <laughs> You're like 21. He could be 20. <laughs> Um, as you walk over, she sort of like crosses her arms and you do see she is a little bit goth. She's got the kind oh, of like dark like, eyeliner. Say she is a big titty. <laughs> no. Um, she's, she's got the like dark eyeliner and the sort of like sardonic expression. I mean, you see like somehow as you get closer, she's chewing bubble gum and she kind of like snaps of her course. bubble gum and uh, is like, let me handle this guys. <laughs> Remember I had a punk phase. <laughs> Let me handle this. I'm the one with pierced ears who wears eyeliner and has a tortured past. Yeah, I think it might be a bit much. <laughs> let me handle this. I'm the one who lived alone in a cave for three years. Reagan, we should not let Malachi handle this, right? <laughs> I don't know. That might be his mom. Um, as you approach, she goes, hey. Hi. What's up? Nice to meet you. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the land of the dreamer. Etc. Etc. Yeah. What's the etc.? Just etc. You know, the land oh. of the dreamer, you know, land of Fay, the dream palace, the place where all your dreams come true. The All of know, them. All of them. Oh, yikes. All of my dreams? I don't know about yours specifically. All of my mom's dreams. Welcome to the dream palace where all of Malachi <laughs> Kassir's dreams come true. That's a little misleading, I think. <laughs> I don't know. What kind of dreams do you have? 
Uh, last night, I had one about running into uh, my friend. He's a professional drag queen, and uh, I was really excited because I was getting to see her dress before it actually went public, and she had, like, this, like, black damask dress and this, like, silver sequined, like, scarf that was, like, a head. It was very Grace Jones. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, as you're talking, she sort of, like, various parts of her outfit start to, like, flash to mirror what oh. you're describing um, as she sort of, like, adopts this kind of outfit that is similar. Whoa. Um, and she's like, how's this? Pretty close? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and last night I had a dream about a really helpful person who only wanted the best for me. Wow. She, and my friends. I have dreams about your mom. <laughs> she turns herself into a representation of you, Finn, sort of like looking back <gasps> at you, um, and then does it again. Beautiful. And she does. She turns into uh, Finn. You're the only one who's, who's seen this form and recognized the sort of like fey form of the dreamer that you saw when you cast Dream, sort of like briefly standing before you. And uh, the girl kind of adopts like a... Oh, hi, darlings. Here I am. Ha <laughs> Oh, that's spot on. Isn't this world beautiful? Go do your illusion exercises. Like wags her finger and then sort of like goes back to her own appearance. Oh, man, that was great. Thanks. It's kind of my thing. And sorry, you are... Oh, I'm Cassie. We know Lizzie. Yes, You're... this is my sister, I guess. Nice to meet you. I'm Finn. Yes, I know. Oh, Lizzie goes, I told them all about you. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Nice to know my reputation precedes me. I said, pretty soon my friends are going to come and you'll get to meet them and hang out with them. They're super cool. We played Truth or Dare in the Treehouse. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah. Oh, you didn't have fun? I didn't ha I didn't like when I got stabbed. The rest of it was mm. kind of cool. Yeah, but that's, you gotta. I liked the part where I light your house on fire. Yeah. I didn't like when you turned into another creature then bit my throat. Mmm, that was the fun part. Yeah. Hey, guys, maybe don't bring that stuff up. <sighs> Play it cool. Good times. I mean, to be fair, you guys also, like, stabbed me. What about you? Do you turn into a hag as well? Um, Cassie grins, and she's like, I turn into whatever I want to turn into. Um, and she kind of looks over at you, Reagan, and as she grins, you see lines of sharp teeth. <laughs> so... Do you know why we're here? Yeah, um, my mom was like, whoa, there they are. You kind of came close to, okay. So here's, it's like, we're obviously, we're in another plane. We're not, you know, on the Len Luma ocean. We're like in uh -huh. a different place. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but you can't just like hop over to this place from just anywhere. You have to sort of be at certain geographical locations that like correspond with it. Um, and you guys just sort of sailed right into one. Mm. Okay, it's all coming together. You guys can make insight checks if you'd like. 18. 19. Ooh. 17. Wow. Cool, so you all get approximately the same information, which is that she's definitely, like, holding back information, but she also seems to be, um... Some of that definitely rang true, like the part about their specific geographical locations. Um, the part that feels false is where she's like, oh, and you just so happen to be in one. But she also kind of sounds like she's repeating. Like, I think you can kind of tell that she's repeating what she was told to say. Okay, interesting. And then do you know what your mom wants from us now? Um, 
Yeah, she's kind of a mysterious lady. I mean, whoever knows what their mom wants, am I right? Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> their what? Oh, touchy subject? <laughs> it, well, for those two, it's sort of a weird situation for me. Oh, what's your mom like? Well, I have two. Oh. One super nice, lovely woman. Uh-huh. The other, no idea. Wow. Never met her. She blows a bubblegum bubble. Okay, so anyway, um, yeah, she wants to like talk to you, um, maybe wants you to stay forever. I was a little unclear. Ah, that's mm. exactly what I was afraid of. Mm. I just, I feel like she doesn't really want that, you know, like, I can be very annoying. It's true. So can I. Yeah, why is she so obsessed with us? I can be annoying too. Lizzie can certainly be annoying, right? Uh, she, like, <laughs> tussles Lizzie's hair, and Lizzie's like, yeah, I'm super annoying. Oh, we we, we know. Do you want to hear the song that never ends? This is the no. song that never <laughs> I will punch a child. Finn starts singing along. <laughs> Somehow, Lizzie's song, like, matches the song of the clearing, even though that's not what they were playing a second before, but it just seems to blend in somehow. Kind of cringe that your mom's so obsessed with these like twenty-something-year-old mortals. Yeah, what is she like a cougar? Eh, she's, she's like an immortal fae being. She gets bored sometimes. We fae get bored a lot. It's why we do stuff like this. Oh. Why don't you just do something like nice? You guys have board games here? <laughs> oh, for sure. Like back in the castle, yeah. Castle, yeah. Lizzie told me about the castle. Uh. Do you want to play Monopoly? I'm great at it. Sure. Wait. So like, hang on. Is you, are you saying there's an opportunity here for me to be a stepdad? I don't think that's what I was saying, but... I don't think anyone said that. You know what? I'm going to choose that as my tack to cope with this situation. Hey, did you, like, spring forth from her mind, or do you have another parent? Well, I don't know. I wasn't there. All right. <laughs> Lizzie goes, I'm pretty sure she dreamed us into existence. Oh, yeah, no. Ooh, nice. I read that in her diary. I forgot. Yeah. You read her diary? Malachi, don't tell them you read the diary. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cassie laughs and she's like, ha. Well, Lizzie was leaving it behind to get burned in the treehouse, so. Well, I was a little bit busy. You guys were wrecking my whole island. Yeah, it was super fun. So. That's not true, but anyways. <laughs> you were. I was, I had it nice. That's what you get for not cleaning up your room, young lady. Everybody was happy. Nobody had any problems. That's not true either. Hey, Malachi, do you think you're going to get anywhere with this? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. If I say it enough, <laughs> maybe she'll listen to me. Anyways, Lizzie was telling me how awesome the castle is, and oh, yeah, I think yeah, it would yeah. be great if we could all go there. Let's go to the castle. Let's go to the castle. Cassie, can we go to the castle, please? Um, and Cassie, like, looks down at her and blows another bubble and kind of shrugs and is like, yeah, sure. Eventually, you're going to have to go there, right? Uh, She grins. Raises an eyebrow. Are we? Uh, oh, apparently. I mean, all right, I guess you can just kind of not, but. Do you just like hang out here or do you get to go into the other plane like Lizzie? I've been in the other plane from time to time, yeah. Sometimes I just sort of walk around, see what I can see. Um, She's sort of like. Wow, I do that too sometimes. She does that thing where you like move your hand like in front of your face. And as she does it, she's like switching to a different face every time. Um, None that you guys recognize, but she's like, she looks like a human and then she looks like a Triton and then she looks like a a dwarf. And she's just sort of like switching between them. Ooh, can you do Rodney Dangerfield? 
<laughs> she looks like Rodney Dangerfield. Whoa! <laughs> hey, she gets no respect! <laughs> hey, can you look like my mom? Um, she looks at you really intently for a second, and then she's like, mm, switches to Mar. Mm. No, the other one. Switches to Shala. No, the other one. She switches back to herself, and she shrugs, and she goes, well, you don't know what she looks like, so she's not in your head, so no. Well, then how did Lizzie appear like my sister when I'd never seen her past the age of 13? <laughs> Lizzie's like, well, that wasn't me exactly. That was like an illusion that kind of created from my mom's power and also my own power and also kind of like drawing on the world around okay, us. Okay, Cassie just does illusions that she picks from people's heads. And Cassie's like, I don't know if we necessarily need to just tell them all of that. Let's, why don't we go? She sort of, like, starts to lead you guys out of the circle, kind of, like, swings by the snack table and grabs, like, a bunch of grapes on the way. As we walk, I hold out my hand to Cass and I say, look, I, I can do illusions, too. <gasps> and I make a little illusion of myself standing in my hand. Wow. Not bad. Not bad. Thanks. Finn plays it cool, but internally, he's like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cast Prestidigitation to make my teeth look really sharp, too. Okay. <laughs> you make your teeth look sharp. Uh, it looks badass. Thank you for adding the ass to that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, is there anything else you guys want to do? Basically, Cassie just starts very confidently leading you guys through the forest. Um, Lizzie's sort of like following behind. Um, you see she has this this doll in her hands. Um, and as you guys walk away, she sort of like holds it up to you, Finn. And she goes, look. Um, and it looks like a doll of you. As she holds it up. Whoa! We're matching! <gasps> I hold out my doll of oh, me. Oh, you kept it! Wow! Of course I kept it. It's awesome! Yeah, that was a good one. Hello, I'm Finn! I make it do a little dance. She giggles and she makes the other one do a dance. She's like, I'm Finn! I live in the ocean and my dad's a sea monster! <gasps> That's me! Wow! <laughs> um, you... Keep walking. Um, Lizzie's just sort of like chattering on about like, she'll point out to you. She's like, that type of flower is called a daffodil. And like, that one's called a tulip. And like, that's a bird. Like just sort of Whoa. pointing out everything as you walk. Um, yeah, his name is Nurgle. <laughs> wow, really? I should make a doll of him. Um, Nurgle is unhappy with everything that's happening. Um, and just sort of assume that is his default state right now. Um other than that, I think Cassie does not engage in conversation unless someone talks to her. Hmm. Is there, is it just your mom at the castle? Uh, yeah, mostly. I mean, sometimes some of the other, like, you know, Faye, you know, come and go, but she's the only one who lives there. We're the only ones who live there. So we're not walking into another party? No, no, no. That was the party. Hmm. Well, no wonder you guys get bored. Yeah, you see what I mean? It's just sort of like, I mean, she sort of like lowers her voice a little and kind of like looks back and forth and she's like, everything's very nice and peaceful and nothing bad ever happens and it's beautiful and colorful and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it gets to be a little much, you know? God, yeah, I hate nice things. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's what my mom wanted it to be and she controls all the little details, so. Yeah, they always think they know best, right? Exactly. But so that's why I like to go out around the mm. ocean and see see things. 
Yeah, have I, uh, have I ever seen you around before? She sort of, like, raises her eyebrows and kind of, like, grins a little, and she goes, Maybe I can look like anyone. I've seen a lot of people. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I mean, at least dozens, maybe hundreds of people. Scores of people. <laughs> um, she sort of, like, switches to a, a face um, that looks... Vaguely familiar. I will let any of you make um, history checks to kind of see wow. if you can place it. Yeah. Fifteen. Thirteen. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, Reagan and Finn just looks kind of like a human person that you don't entirely recognize. Um, but Malachi, you actually remember seeing this exact face in the crowd at the cathedral square mm. before the execution. You sort of like remember amongst the sort of panicked faces in the crowd running away from the action. There was one person who didn't seem too concerned. And that's the sort of face that you clock right now. Um, she switches again. It's another sort of like vaguely familiar face, but this time looks much more piratey, like someone who could just walk past you on Angel Isle and you'd never know the difference. Um, she switches back to herself again. Are you like one of those people who likes like chaotic environments? <sighs> Do I thrive in chaotic environments? Um, probably. Hey, did you know that that, that, that uh, thing was going to explode? Is that why you came? Oh, at the cathedral? Or did you come to see the execution? Yeah, I came to see the execution mostly. Oh, sorry about that. The whole, like, fight and then there being an explosion was really cool, though. I guess. How long until we're there? Oh, you know, could take ten minutes, could take three hours. It's just kind of, you know, whatever's most narratively satisfying in the moment. Um, you guys walk for, like, a little bit longer and it is sort of like, it's sort of hard to tell when you're gaining ground, but then all of a sudden, the trees sort of open up and the forest ends. Um, and you see that there is like this, there's this beautiful meadow with what almost looks like a carpet of different flowers and leaves and colorful plants. Um, you see there's like bees buzzing above it and butterflies that fly around. Um, at the end of the meadow, which is like a couple hundred feet long, it drops off in a cliff. And beyond the cliff, there is this bank of clouds, just these like fluffy white clouds. The sun is shining brightly above the clouds and there is a palace just sort of like floating there in the midst of the clouds. You can see there's like birds flying around it and these arcing rainbows. Um, you see like amongst the birds, you also see some, some that are much bigger than any birds on the material plane and much more colorful. You even see some what look like pegasuses um, and griffins and other like big mythical creatures. I'm trying to play it cool, but I am so impressed and also immediately <laughs> filled with like longing and envy. Yeah. I want a fucking cloud castle. <laughs> Are there any dragons? You do not see any dragons. Mm. And once you get out of the forest, Lizzie kind of like giggles and claps her hands and goes, come on! And she reaches up and grabs Finn's hand. Um, it just like takes off in a like a sprint toward the castle, just sort of uh, pulling you with her. Uh, okay. Can you fly? <laughs> We're going to jump on the clouds. It's going to be fine. I follow after her. Uh, we don't have Featherfall. Just trust me. No. <laughs> I look at Cassie. <laughs> Cassie kind of shrugs and she's like, it would be kind of silly for us to like bring you all the way over here and then drop you off a cliff. Well, your mom just did it like 
15 minutes ago, so. Yeah, but did you die? And you're fine, right? Just let me go first, Malachi. I'll be fine. And I wave at him with the hand that is wearing my ring of spell storing that has fly in it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, uh, you run. Lizzie at the edge of the cliff, like, drops your hand and just sort of, like, jumps and lands on a cloud. Um, Finn, do you follow? I follow. Okay, you uh, run and jump, and there's like a terrifying moment where you're just sort of suspended in midair, and you know enough about clouds to know that they're not actually made of anything substantive. But then as you fall- But they're made of water. That's good. Yeah. As you fall, your feet kind of touch on this very springy, uh, soft surface um, as you are standing on the cloud. Wow. It's okay, guys. It turns out this is what clouds are. <laughs> All my life, I've been misinformed. What did you think they were? Water vapor or something? Yeah, it's crazy, right? Uh, that's what you get for not going to base school. I don't know. I'm quite a bit heavier than you, Finn. Malachi, like, tentatively does a little <laughs> hop off the cliff. Yeah, you, Malachi, do a little bit of a hop off the cliff, and you, indeed, um, as you land on the cloud, the the terrifying moment of falling lasts a bit longer for you, as your feet kind of, like, go sink ah. into the cloud, like, till you're kind of up to your knees in cloud, but eventually it does catch you, and you manage to stand. You sort of, like, look back and forth, and you see, Malachi, that um, as that happens, Cassie actually, like, her confident grin sort of, like, fades for a second and she looks genuinely perplexed like she didn't expect that to happen but she recovers quickly and follows you sort of jumping onto the cloud you should really account more for earth people when you do this stuff yeah we haven't had a lot um come through here funnily enough uh reagan do you follow oh yes yeah and i i wanna i wanna like you know when you're like jumping onto a really big bed in a hotel and you, like, launch yourself backwards. Uh-huh. That's what I do. <laughs> cool. Um, you guys climb the clouds. Uh, the, the palace is a little bit elevated. It's like a giant staircase, but the clouds are very buoyant and it's easy to sort of, like, hop from one to another. Um, Lizzie leads the way um, until eventually you make it up to the steps of the palace. Um, you step from the clouds onto much more solid kind of like actually look like glass stairs wow this is just like barbie and the magic of pegasus (laughs) wow (laughs) i've never seen it so it can't be plagiarism wow hannah i can't believe you came up with barbie apocrypha (laughs) (laughs) um and lizzie like walks to these big gilded doors and pulls them open into this grand great hall that is full of this lush greenery. There's vines that grow and twine around these pillars. There's berries and flowers growing all over the place. Um, you see a couple of like animals in here. There's a cat sort of winding its way around the pillars. There's a very friendly dog that comes like bounding up Aww. to Lizzie and like licks her face. But you don't see or hear kind of any signs of people as you enter this central hall. I pet the cat. Wow, nice place. So uh, which way to Northeastern Hall 62? <laughs> oh, you in 62. I'm in 64. We're like neighbors. <laughs> oh. Cassie laughs and she's like, honestly, the palace would probably conjure halls up there if you went looking for them. But I assumed you just wanted to talk to my mom. Oh, uh... Yeah. 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 Uh, well, 
Want is a strong word, but I think we have to. Great. She leads you to a door off to the right of the hall. Um, Before she opens the door, I pull in Reagan and Malachi, and I'm like, guys, just be cool, okay? Just fucking be chill. (laughs) All right? All right? What are you talking about? Oh, like you've never met you. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you mean like don't, don't cuss her out? I hate this woman. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, I'm not a fan of her either, but we're... We need her to be nice to us. You're like besties with her kid. There's a very fine line between frenemy and enemy, <laughs> Malachi. I'm gonna cuss her out. I thought Vance was your... Enemy, uh, mm, friend. I'm allowed to have a complicated relationship with more than one person. <laughs> Whore. I think all of your relationships are complicated. Hell, you guys do it enough. <laughs> and then I go back to playing patty cake with Lizzie. Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you're you playing patty cake with Lizzie um, as Cassie sort of opens the door and gives a kind of like almost sarcastic gesture for you to enter. Oh. Yes? I was going to ask if my rock would have felt the same the whole time through the party and entering the castle and all of that. Um, Since you snapped out of the party charm effect, it has felt the same, which is to say like a little bit hot. Can I take a little peek before? Yeah. You take kind of like a quick look at it. It looks, um, it definitely, it feels warm in your hand. Um, go ahead and make, this actually will just be a, a religion check for me. Five. Uh, you see then that the holy symbol, like the etching on it almost looks more faded than it has and like Mm -hmm. more obscured um what that five means is that you have no idea you can draw your own conclusions about what that means um but that is sort of a little bit puzzling as you glance at it but other than that you haven't you didn't feel it change as you entered the castle or anything like that and it doesn't change now as the door to the throne room opens of course this bitch is a throne room do you guys walk in yes yeah okay I'm going to stride in confidently and sexily. Okay. With my sharp teeth. You don't you don't have to note that it's being done sexily. We just assume. Thank you, Hannah. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh Reagan strides in, um, and the other two of you follow him into a beautiful, spacious throne room. It's not quite as big as the, like, grand hall that you just entered into, um, but it's just as opulent. Only now, instead of being filled with, like, greenery, um, you see that there are, like, crystals of many different colors. It almost looks like you've, like, walked into a geode. Um, like, amethysts and, like, green and blue crystals and just kind of, like, all over the walls. Um, There is a low set of marble stairs that ascend up to a raised platform where there is a chair that looks less like a throne and more like a couch, like a comfortable sort of reclining seat uh, on which there is an absolutely gorgeous archfey. Um, mm-hmm. Finn, you saw her in the vision and you all saw her briefly when Cassie turned into her. But other than that, you find yourselves face to face for the first time with the dreamer. Um, this, She's also extremely tall. She's seated right now, but you can tell that if she were standing, she would be like eight feet tall. Oh, fuck. Long 
hair that sort of like fans out around her and looks like perfectly smooth and perfectly combed. Um, she has this crown of like flowers and leaves twisted together on her head and this just graceful smile on her face as she sort of like sits up as you come in and just smiles and goes, oh, I've been waiting for you. Hi. Malachi had kind of like looked around at the beautiful crystalline walls and was kind of like mm-hmm. looking at his own crystals kind of self-consciously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, this is a really nice place you've got here. Thank yeah. you. Love what you've done with it. What are the property taxes like? Funny about that, I don't have to pay them. Benefit of making your own plane. You get to control it. Ah, that's savvy. Man, mm-hmm. you're giving me ideas. Mm, I recommend it. Dreaming yourself a world where you can have anything you want. I tried it earlier. It didn't really pan out. <sighs> and what you want is three twenty-something mortal men. What I want. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> she laughs and she's like, "Don't flatter yourself, dear." Um, what I want is to be amused, to be interested. The three of you are very interesting. I do a cartwheel. <laughs> oh, lovely. Hmm. She claps. Right, are we done now? No, I'm afraid not. Oh, uh, I guess that was a long shot anyways. Well, don't be afraid. What do you want, the three of you? Question for a question. You mean like long term or short term? I want to see what you really look like. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I don't believe you're a beautiful, sweet lady. She frowns and like pouts a little bit. And she's like... What do you mean? What on earth would make you think that I don't look like exactly how I present myself? Well, we've met your daughters. <gasps> that can't be a surprise to you. They're standing she right like, here. She does a big gas. <laughs> Cassie laughs and she's the dreamer goes, I don't appreciate what you're implying about my daughters growing girls like what, them. What am I? Um... <laughs> She, she goes, like, cover your ears, dears. Malachi looks, like, horrified. Like, I didn't mean to imply anything about the, the girls. <laughs> You're beautiful just the way you are, darlings. I never said they weren't. Um, she leans forward a little bit and says, uh, long term or short term, Mr. Fisher, whichever. I'm just interested in getting to know you, getting to talk to you. Not that, I mean, I've already been inside your heads, so I know quite a bit, but... Your dreams, your hopes. Go on. Well, short term, I would like to uh, reiterate what I said when we previously spoke. I Mm. would like to leave this place. Oh, makes sense. Good for you, consistency. Thank you. Finn, uh, make an insight check for me. 13. Okay, you don't notice anything. What about long-term goals? Uh, why do you want to know? Curiosity. Also, hey, I just answered your question. Does that mean it's our turn? Oh, okay. What question do you have? What can we do that will make you send us back Hmm. out of this place, out of this plane? Well, I was thinking that perhaps we could play a little game. My Lizzie does so love games. Mm. I take a step away from Malachi. Alternatively, you could, I suppose, you know, try something creative to shatter the dream or whatever. But I think you already tried that, Mr. Fisher, and I don't know if it ended so well for you. So failing that. I turn to Reagan and I shout, wake up! (laughs) (laughs) Wake up, sheeple! (laughs) You are not immune to propaganda. Uh, Reagan, Finn shouts at you, but you do not feel any other effects. Damn. 
Yeah. That was worth a shot. Clever, outside the box. You can't defeat a goose wearing a fancy little hat. That's right. You're not immune to propaganda. Do, do you get it? Because in, in... Oh, yeah, I got it. All right. <laughs> don't, uh, you don't need to explain it. I see it. It's propaganda. <laughs> the dreamer and Lizzie and Cassie all look at you slightly baffled like they don't get it. All right, so you see, in my accent... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Would you like to play a game? Winner gets to wake up from the dream? Haven't you just been playing games with us ever since we met your daughter the first time? <laughs> yes. Maybe before that? Mm, do you think it was before that? How long has it been? How long has it been that I've been playing games with you, Malachi Kassir? Yeah. Yeah, I was I gotta ask, you know, what what's your fascination with Malachi? Like, yeah, he's he's really tall and sure, he's very good looking, and yes, he's got a nice broad, strong chest. Malachi blushes. And yeah, he uh, <laughs> he has, you know, a, a good head on his shoulders, but why are you so obsessed with him? And he's got pecs you could sand a birdhouse on. Uh, that's true. <laughs> he also is a, a I mean yes but <laughs> he's a decent cook and uh, he can't really swim but I think that's charming what was I saying what really I think that's his worst trait I can swim in my armor <laughs> what makes you think that I'm interested in Malachi well you brought us all here yeah it's all the I, uh, uh, I don't know if you have any particular interest in me but kind of feels like you've been watching me for a lot longer than you said <sighs> Yes, I admit I've been... I like to keep an eye on interesting people around the Lunluma Ocean. Not that I'm a native of that plane myself. Um, I, I was just living in a cave. It really wasn't that interesting. That part wasn't interesting. What happened after you were living in the cave was interesting. The way you decided to stop living in the cave was interesting. Does it count if you make it happen? I don't think that counts. What it? What is she talking about? Oh, what makes you think I made it happen? Oh my god, wait, the dreamer has just been listening to the podcast Ship of Fools <laughs> and being entertained. <laughs> wait, no, no, what is she talking about, though? What happened after? You're, I mean, you you tried to kill me, right? <sighs> Why on me? Earth? <laughs> well, uh, uh, well, probably Reagan at some point, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. Now, why would I try to kill you? What on earth would I get from that? Fuck if I know. Malachi, you can make an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> He's just baffled. He thought she would love to own up to this. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Draw what conclusions you may. She, <laughs> she says, why on earth would I want to kill you? Um, and sort of, like, gives a little shrug. I, I whip out my rock. Do you know her? Um... She sits forward and holds out her hand. No. And she goes, maybe if you let me look a little closer, I could tell you if I know her. You have eyes in your hands now? I would hold it up to my face. No, you can come take a look at it right here. Okay. Um, she stands up from her throne and sort of like sweeps down the stairs, approaching you. And she stands right in front of you and is looking at the rock and sort of like reaches her hand out to it like she's going to touch it do you pull it back yes i kind of like jerk it back a little bit she puts up her hands and she's like okay okay i mean sort of just like leans closer i hand the rock that i grabbed to lizzie i say <laughs> you can look at this one if you want <laughs> lizzie looks at it and she goes i don't think it's interesting at all my mom really likes that rock i flex at cassie and i'm like you can look at these rocks 
What are you re- Wait, no, shit. What are you That's referring to? <laughs> you know what? I just go with it. I'm trying to do something here. Your teeth? I <laughs> Um the dreamer sort of like leans closer to you and is just like inspecting your rock and you see she she furrows her brow in like frustration for a moment. She goes, "This symbol is not complete. I don't know if you're aware." Oh, I know. Do you know what it would look like if it were complete? Do you? I asked you. Well, I think then perhaps we have two of us standing here who would not know what it looked like completed. Now why are you so interested in it? Just to, you like to see things finished? I like to... <sighs> she She takes a step back and sort of gestures around her and she goes, This is a beautiful palace. It's a beautiful place. It is incomplete. I mean, listen- I, I point to Finn and Reagan. Are they incomplete too? No, that's, that's not what I mean. Listen to it. She quiets for a second and you hear around you, somewhere there's like rushing water and you can hear chirping birds and the sounds of wind rushing by outside. And she goes, no voices, just me and my daughters. I don't suppose you got much chance to talk with anyone at the party? Uh, l- no. I mean, just them. And that's because they're not much ones for conversation. Beings who are dreamed into existence don't tend to be, except for my darling girls. But I should like to have this place be filled with people. I should like to be able to realize my dreams more firmly. I've been studying and learning and honing my craft for all these years, and still it's not complete. And she sort of like, reach, almost goes to like tap on your rock, but like stops short and just sort of like points at it. This is a rock, not a person. But it represents a person, doesn't it? Um, me? I don't know. I don't know who it represents. Fuck, I wasn't supposed to tell you that. <sighs> she sort of like clasps her hands in front of her and she she does like a little twirl and kind of like walks away from you for a second. Um, and I think you guys can tell that it's sort of like frustration and sort of gathering herself back together. Like she's, uh, she reacts almost as if she made a mistake or overstepped and sort of is pulling herself back together. And then she spins around again. And she's like, so a game, just one little round of a game. And then I let you wake up and you can go on about your merry way. Oh, it's all coming together. Well, that sounds good, but I'd love to hear more details. That depends on the game. You're lonely, and you've decided that you want us to carry your eggs. No, Mm. I'm not going to carry your eggs. Um, I can't do that. Not before we're (laughs) married, (laughs) ma'am. You are very fixated on a perception of this situation that I don't think is what's happening here. If you want to be around people, why don't you just live in a plane where there's people? I don't... Then I wouldn't... (laughs) Then they wouldn't be mine. Obviously. Hmm. A single round of hide-and-seek. My girls will scatter out throughout the palace. You can go and find them, and then we'll all meet 
back on the terrace once the game is done. So, you're sending us to hunt down your daughters? Hide and seek! Have you never played hide and seek? Lizzie goes, yeah, haven't you ever played hide and seek? Not intentionally. (laughs) Boring. No, it was actually very traumatic. (laughs) I have. But what happens if we don't find them? The dreamer kind of shrugs and she's like, oh, I guess you just sort of stay here forever. Yeah, how big's the palace, by the way? Pretty big. Yeah, and is there a time limit on the hide and seek here? Mm, what seems fair, girls? She sort of looks back and forth and Lizzie's like, mm, 10 minutes? That seems a little low. 15 minutes. Can I see a blueprint before I agree to this? It doesn't, it's not really the sort of place to have a blueprint. It's just a vibes kind of thing. Well, you made it, right? You can draw it for me. Um, the dreamer, like, points a finger at you and sort of, like, beams a representation of the (laughs) palace into your consciousness. Uh, It is constantly shifting. You see the rooms are, like, switching around all the time. They're, like, new ones appear, old ones fade away. It seems massive. It's frankly, actually, make me a, um, intelligence saving throw. Okay. Twenty-two. Okay. Um, you manage to not take any psychic damage from looking at this ever-shifting <laughs> huh. map and sort of focus focus your mind away from it for a second. How do you keep that clean? <laughs> she laughs. So then, we're agreed. One game. No, we're not agreed. Oh. I don't know what I expected. Will there be an opportunity for a rematch if we fail? Hmm, we can discuss that. All right, so the door's open. Yeah, I'm down. What? Malachi, what else are we supposed to do? Leave. How? How? I don't know. I'm sick of these fucking games with this woman. I think the only way we leave is if she shows us the door. Didn't Lizzie say there are waterfalls here? Uh, Yeah? Do you have some Mm. sort of waterfall-related teleportation? (laughs) Yes, this bitch loves throwing me off of waterfalls. That's what. (laughs) What? (laughs) Is that what this is about? Do you have some sort of sick waterfall fetish? Wow, I have mixed feelings about that. (laughs) Again, you people with trying to insert a sexual element to this confrontation that is not there. Oh, tell me about it. (laughs) I don't, I'm not throwing people into waterfalls. I don't know why you're, maybe I just think waterfalls are pretty. She gives a sort of like saccharine smile that clearly has more behind it. I mean, that's true. They are pretty. Surely there are more interesting people in the world than us. I don't know. I am pretty fascinating. <laughs> I have a long life. There's time. Um, I will allow insight checks from all three of you. Hmm. <laughs> I crit! Oh, cool. That's a dirty 20 from me. I got an eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reagan's really hung up on the whole egg thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, Reagan, Reagan is stuck on this kind of conversation. Reagan is guarding his holes. <laughs> um, Finn, a, a dirty 20 will get you that there is definitely, gets you kind of confirmation that there's definitely some sort of trick here. Um, but you remember like the way Lizzie was with her games. Like she did at the end of the day, hold up her bargain in truth or dare, but there was a trick to it. And then she tried to fight you at the end. And you remember what the dreamer said about like, where essentially Lizzie was ready to like, let you guys go. And then her mother came in and was like, oh, come on, darling, like take what you want, essentially. You get the feeling that, 
successful completion of this game may not necessarily, that there's almost certainly going to be some other trick there, but that that doesn't mean that it's going to kill you or anything like that. She doesn't seem like she wants you dead, which is interesting. Malachi, you, what is the crit, what, what does the total come to? 25. Okay. You have kind of said that like, you're sick of, you're sick of playing her games, of sort of following along with what, what the dreamer tells you to do, what anyone tells you to do. You're kind of looking for another option beyond just stay here forever or play hide and seek and let the dreamer trick you and lead you around in circles in whatever way she's going to do. Um, she said something to Finn about if you do something that shatters the dream. And you kind of, in this moment, looking at her, hand on your axe, you're not sure what would happen if you attacked her, but she probably isn't expecting it. Basically, what a natural 20 insight check into a 25 gets you is another option. Jesus. Was this... Did she just, like, walk away from us after getting frustrated about the stone? She sort of, like, spun around and walked, like, a few feet away. You know how you'll, like, take a couple steps away to collect yourself and then sort of, like, spun back. So she's still, like, maybe ten feet from you at the most. Oh, fuck me. Malachi's gonna do something stupid. <laughs> okay. So as she turns around, I want to ready my grip on my axe. Mm-hmm. And... As she's talking about whatever she's talking about, the stupid game thing. Uh-huh. She sort of, like, continues to lay out rules. She's sort of like, you'll count to ten, and then the first person to find so-and-so. Okay. I'm gonna cast Blinding Smite and say, you know, I'm kind of sick of playing by all of your rules. You're on the home turf anyways. I think it's gonna be more interesting if... We dictate the rules of the game for once, and I'm going to attack her. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, um, go ahead and roll the hit. I'm ruling that she is surprised by this. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Could be worse. Um, 26 to hit? <laughs> oh, my God. Hits. Yeah. yeah! <laughs> go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead and roll damage. Um, and I'm going to smite also. Uh-huh. Sure, sure, sure. Please do separate out slashing from radiant damage for me on this one. Is my weapon not magic anymore? I thought Shiloh fixed it. Your weapon is not magic Fuck. right now. Yeah, you guys have some, like, make the weapon into a magic weapon things with you. Oh, we do? We have the magic blade oil. Yeah. Oh, should have done that before. I'll say it takes a bonus action to apply if you want to do it later. Okay. I'm going to use just a second level smite. Okay. Along with the blinding smite. Uh-huh. The slashing damage is 12. Okay. And 38 radiant damage. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, Yeah. She has to make a con save. Yep. Let me make the con save. And then you have a second attack as well. Oh, yeah, I do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. She does, I believe, save. Fuck. So she's not blind. (laughs) But go ahead and take another attack. Well, didn't expect to get this far. (laughs) are her daughters close enough to attack i'm gonna say no i think that they both were like standing back okay to the side a little bit as you were talking to her i will tell you she doesn't look like you're going to kill her with a second attack or anything oh i i assumed not yeah (laughs) um 
Uh, 14 doesn't hit, right? No, a 14 does yeah. not hit. Um, okay, so let me describe what happens. Um, I accidentally blind myself a little bit, so I miss on the second yeah. one. Malachi, you say that and you step forward and you see, like, as you step forward, her her expression, she gets, like, cut off halfway through explaining the rules to hide and seek. And there's this moment of a combination of confusion and frustration as she sees the axe swinging down on her. You slash into her and there is this flash of radiant light. Um, You see her stumble back and kind of shriek, like pressing a hand to her shoulder. Um, All of you feel the entire throne room shake and you see- I said be chill. You see like a crack making its way like up the side of the throne room. Like the whole thing is just sort of shaking and almost seems like it's falling apart. You see in between these geodes, this crack in the wall as the dreamer stumbles back. Um, You also see she looks like that hurt her. She's definitely like still standing and pulling herself together. And there's a split second, I think, Finn, you especially would catch this, where her form, like, shimmers and, like, shakes Uh. a little bit, just like the palace itself just did. Like, there's almost something, there's something projected about this. This isn't her sort of full strength. Um, You see the dream kind of start to crumble around you as there is this ambient magic that just sort of goes, like, ping-ponging around the room. These, like, pink and purple and glimmering beams sort of bouncing and refracting off the crystals. And the dreamer sort of- Okay, the beams, I remember these guys. (laughs) The dreamer pulls herself together and she's like, all right then, your rules. Um, And she raises up her hands. Um, You see uh, Cassie and Lizzie who had both kind of like stumbled back in this moment. Uh, Lizzie goes, hey, that wasn't very nice. Um, And as she does, she drops her little girl disguise. You bit my throat. And she takes on that appearance of that pink hag that you guys remember from Still Sky. Um, Cassie sort of like drops back um, and she goes, okay, uh, this is fun. And also drops a little bit of her glamour. She looks like a indigo colored, also kind of looks like a hag, like her sister, but she's got these sharp teeth and this bald head. Um, And we will at this point, go ahead and roll initiative. How big is this room? I said it was smaller than the main throne room, so let's say 60 feet square. And how close to the nearest cracks in the walls? Um, the nearest crack in the wall, I'll say you were dead center, so 30 feet to the nearest wall. Malachi knows his cracks. Yeah. Nine. Local man crits on initiative, which comes to a 23. Nice. Finn, roll for Nurgle, too. He's still here. That's a, uh, 14. Seven for Nurgle. Okay. Uh, Reagan, you're up first. I say, oh, all right, this is how we're doing it. <laughs> oh, in that case, let's fucking go. And I crack my knuckles, and I am going to cast Shatter at fourth level. Okay. Cassie's going to counterspell. Oh! She does not have the, like, processing power to recognize that that's a fourth level, so she's going to have to roll. Um, so I will roll and add her spellcasting modifier to see if she can hit a DC 14. I think that little bald-headed ass bitch should fail. Uh-huh. Fucking Caillou-looking motherfucker. She does. That's a- <laughs> congratulations on your insults. That's a three on the <laughs> dice. 
And so I'm going to cast this centered in kind of one of the bigger cracks among the crystals. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I will make a saving throw with disadvantage for like the dream, essentially. Yes. Yeah. That's how we'll do this. Whoa. Uh, four and a nat one. So even if it was not disadvantaged, still would fail probably. Whoa. Yeah, so tell me how much tell me how much damage you do. Oh, but we rolled shitty damage. It's a wall! Or a dream, I guess, but <laughs> 16 thunder damage. Okay. Um, you guys see the dreamer like shrieks, almost like this is hurting her somehow. And you also see the crack where you shattered, kind of like the crack itself widens and more cracks go like kind of splintering out from it. So it is now more like a hole almost. And you can see blue sky and fluffy clouds and things flying by outside. I've always been partial to holes in the wall. <laughs> and then I'm gonna rage. Awesome. Uh, do you move anywhere, Reagan? Yeah, I'd like to move to kind of be almost back to back with Mal. So like if Mal is going okay. for the dreamer, I'm going to like watch his six and be kind of trying to cover the two haglets. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, <laughs> big fan like of that all. term. <laughs> I'm also a big fan of that term. Okay, um, at initiative count 20, I need someone to roll a d4 for me. Three. Okay, then in that case, Nolani, I need you to roll me a d100. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's a 19 on the d100. Sick. Um, Reagan, you're sort of still like shaking out your hands from the shatter, this kind of like electrical energy, this thunderclap still sort of like reverberating around you. And a little bit of that magic kind of ping pongs off one of the crystals and bounces back into you. And you feel the entire floor around you suddenly gets slick and kind of like slippery. <laughs> like there was like you? an oil spill of some sort. Did I just you. get fucking greased? <laughs> was it me? Yes, <laughs> grease centered on yourself. So now the whole middle of this room Wait, is under the effect so of the grease So does that mean spell. I'm greased too? Yes, <laughs> that is going to affect both of you. Um, Oil can. Okay, cool. Finn, what did you do? Finn, really bad timing. <laughs> that wasn't me. Okay. My ink bladder is full. <laughs> do, do you need to go? How do you check that? Oh, I just know. <laughs> okay. That is going to be Cassie's turn. Um, she... Why is it always grease? Well, she doesn't want to get within touch range of you because she doesn't want to deal with the grease. Just head back to the party, Cassie. Can't, gotta help my mom. You're a teenager. You know how it is. Pretty lame of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's really establishment of you, Cassie. Yeah, super cringe and fail. Wow, I didn't realize Cassie loved authority. <laughs> okay, she's just gonna lightning bolt Reagan and Malachi. Um, so she is going to sort of like step around so that she can get an angle where she's not hitting her mom. Um, and is just going to lightning bolt the two of you as you're standing right next to each other. So I need dexterity saving throws from both of you. Oh, man. 16. Okay. Zero. <laughs> hey, that comes to a three. You have your own aura. Yeah, you have your own aura. Okay. Look at that. <laughs> um, still will not pass. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan, you actually also failed, just barely fail. Um, so you guys both take, um, this is lightning damage though. Yeah. Something, something, whatever that is. Wow, good damage, me. 
revenge. F. <laughs> um, 35 lightning damage. Actually, no, we don't. You. We take 17. Yes, you're so right. This is a spell. Um, so you take uh, base damage 17, and then Nani. I take it. Eight? So wait, what is Reagan taking? Half of 17? I think. You have to spend a sorcery point to be able to do it. All right, that's fine. I've got points. So yes. Cool. The aura of warding kind of comes around the two of you and deflects some of this, this like blue lightning that she shoots. Ooh. And... Okay, Azula. <laughs> uh, Reagan, your scales sort of like absorb some of the rest of it. I shrug it off. I do the Henry Cavill arm reload and I'm like, yeah, yeah. You feel Malachi at your back go, and then, huh, <laughs> that wasn't as bad as I expected. <laughs> wow, I'm glad I'm not standing over there. <laughs> Malachi, that'll be your turn. So the girls are how far? Um, Cassie is kind of keeping her distance. She's like, I'm going to say she frankly is over by the door to the throne room. So she's like 35 feet from you. Okay. You could make a beeline for her and get in melee if you wanted, but that would require contending with the grease, which right. in fact, I think since you're starting your turn here, oh, you guys should have rolled or fallen prone when it appeared. Um, but I'll just say roll at the starts of your turn. So Malachi, go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw now. It uses Reagan's spell save DC as if he cast it. Okay, I fail. Okay, so you fall prone is all that happens. Um, so you are prone at the start of your turn. And you, if you end your turn still in the grease, you will have to make that save again. How big is the grease? It is a 10 foot square. So you can get out of it with your movement even once you stand up. And is the grease Celsius or Fahrenheit, eh? Degrease. Um, no, I got it. Oh, that time I didn't get it. Um, I will say, though, that this means that Lizzie, who is like standing like 20 feet away, and Cassie are both out of your reach with melee. Well, I stand up. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I figured. Is the dreamer in the grease? Honestly, yeah. Like with the <laughs> 10 foot square, I will say, yes, she is. She's like barely on Did the- Did she have to make a save? She'll make it on her turn. Okay. Cause what if she was prone right now when I attacked her? Okay, Reagan make a save too. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> dex. Reagan is also in the grease. Yes. Yeah, dex save. Frankly, it'll probably end up being worth it. Nat but. 20. Wow. <laughs> Comes to a 27. And her dex is not nearly as good as her con. So she does actually fall prone. So you have advantage on attacks as long as you're within five feet. Ranged attacks have disadvantage. Yeah, okay, cool. I've got a nice low center of gravity. I'm really stable. We are gonna branding smite this time. Okay. All right, yep, I am attacking. Cool. 25 to hit. 25 hits. Okay, so on that first attack, the branding smite takes effect. Yeah. And I'm also going to first level divine smite. Okay. Once again, I need the damage type separate. Yeah. Okay. 10 slashing damage. Okay. And 23 radiant damage. Okay. And I will attack again. Go for it. Does she get a save for branding smite? Or does it just happen? Yeah, no, it just happens. Um, so okay. she is also now casting five feet of dim light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she cannot become invisible. Nice. Cool. Until my spell ends. So if she was thinking about that, you can't. Stop thinking about <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Does 19 hit? A 19 does hit. <gasps> yeah. Eight. Okay. A rather unimpressive follow-up. Um, 
you kind of swing down with your first attack and you feel your holy symbol, which you had in your hand. So I assume you just sort of like stuck it in your pocket before you went to swing your two-handed great axe. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Sort of flashes with light and that light sort of comes out and rings around her. So she is now giving off this sort of bright glow in the middle of already the light show that's like happening around here. Okay, do you have any, I believe that's your full action economy. Uh, I would like to get outside the grease. Okay, yeah, you uh, kind of step around the dreamer so that you're outside the grease. But I'm still within the however many feet of Reagan, so he can use my stuff. Yeah, so you can sidestep around the dreamer and keep Reagan in the edge of your aura. So, so um, Malachi is currently considering the escape plan of the three of us jumping out the cracks, so... Can I take a peek at it and see what it looks like through the cracks? Okay, sure. Uh, make a perception check. Because that will inform my decision, probably. Mm-hmm. Ten. Okay. Even with the ten, you see sky and clouds. You also see that outside, like, things are starting to... The throne room, like, weirdly enough, didn't have windows. Um, but now you can sort of see out and see that the clouds are, like, swirling. Less in a storm way and more of a, like, like ice cream swirl on the top of a soft serve cone. Like, they are, like, swirling around um, and things are clearly going a little bit haywire outside, too. Okay. Um but other than that, you don't really see anything. I'm not going to move there yet just because I don't have the movement to do there yet, but I am going to point to it and look at Finn and Reagan and go, eh? 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 Cool. Um, that is Lizzie's turn. Um, Lizzie looks at Finn and she sort of stamps her feet and she's like, we were supposed to play a game. I'm down for the game. Don't look at me. She glares at you and she goes, fine, we're going to play a game and points at you oh, um, that's and probably casts not good. a spell. Um, Finn, I need a wisdom saving throw. You are outside of Malachi's aura. 17. <sighs> you exactly pass. <laughs> um, that is that is the DC. Um, Finn, for a brief second, you feel yourself like shrinking down and feeling <laughs> your limbs kind of freezing like you're oh, about God. to transform into a doll. She's making um, you a human doll. But you manage to just barely shake it off um, and are not affected. And Lizzie again kind of stamps her feet in frustration. That was not cool. Finn, that's your turn. Uh, Lizzie will back up even more. So she's further away. Basically the opposite direction of the big crack. She's kind of at the edge of the throne room while Cassie's at the back. I glare at Lizzie and wag my finger back and forth as if to say, "Uh, uh, uh." uh-uh-uh. And then I turn away and I'm going to shoot some Eldritch Blasts. Okay. The dreamer is prone, so anything on her has disadvantage because they're ranged attacks. But otherwise, go on. Well, the first one's definitely going for the crack. And that's... okay. 22 to hit. Hits. Roll your damage. 14. Okay. And how wide is this crack? Is it wide enough for us to jump through now? Um, yeah. You guys could, like, squeeze your way through. Yeah. Hmm. And I will fire the second one at the crack as well. Okay. Seeing how much havoc I can wreak here. That is an 11 to hit. Um... I'm going to say no. Uh, How can I miss a wall? Yeah, but it's not, you're not hitting the wall. You're trying to hit the wall in such a way that it does damage. Um, And so you do, you hit the wall, but you just sort of like, it makes a scorch mark. It doesn't widen the crack at all. Oh no. She blast proofed part of the wall. (laughs) I was prepared for such. 
such a situation as this. Really? This specific situation? Wow, that makes one of us. <laughs> so, layout of the room. Mm-hmm. Malachi, Reagan, and the Dreamer are between me and the crack. Yes, I'm going to say. that The crack is like 40 feet from you right now, I'll say. Okay, and then I want to just run towards the crack, but going around the grease. Okay, you can do that. And at the very end of my turn, I summon my tentacle right next to me. Yeah. Cool. That is uh, Nurgle's turn. Oh, yeah. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Nurgle, get ready to give me advantage. <laughs> okay. Um, then, at the bottom of initiative, it is the dreamer's turn. <laughs> she looks around. She stands up from the grease. Um, and kind of like, oh, man. <laughs> Brushes her dress off a little bit. Um, you see her form is kind of continuing to flicker and kind of in these moments in where her form is flickering, you're seeing like, as she like raises her hand for a split second, it looks like an eye stalk. And as she like, her her eyes keep sort <sighs> of like shifting close together into being one big eye. Um, she lifts up her hands and she says, <sighs> okay, um, that was unexpected and amusing, I'll admit, and I can't say that I'm, I mean, there's a bit of me that's thrilled about this, but you are sort of ruining my whole thing that I've got going on here, so I think we can't have that. We're just making things interesting. Yeah, so maybe you just want us to go back where we came from, right? <sighs> She's going to cast a spell. Uh, you see her eyes start glowing with this sort of sickly green color. I need a wisdom saving throw from, yeah, from Malachi. I need a wisdom saving throw from Malachi. 19? 19 exactly passes. Yes! Um, you, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. feel, man, you guys, <laughs> hitting the DCs exactly. Um, you feel yourself, Malachi, for a split second, you're like filled with this exhaustion. And you feel yourself like starting your knees buckle and you have to sort of like retighten your grip on your great axe. And you feel like for a moment you see fog kind of spreading out around you again. And for a second you're like, oh, maybe that was almost a good thing. But you realize that you were about to fall asleep and be enough dreaming a dream within a dream. And yeah, <laughs> enough of that. Um, cool. That is her turn. Her and she is not, she's not going to back away from you. She's going to stay where she is. She will, however, also on this turn, um, she is going to whistle. And uh -oh. as she whistles, you guys see running in through the door to the throne room are that dog and that cat that you Aww. saw out in the hall a moment ago. Um, and as they run in, uh, they expand. Um, you see both mm -hmm. of them become these large beasts charging toward you. Um, the dog becomes this massive hound with these glowing red eyes and this flattened, almost human-looking face. Um, and the cat becomes this panther with these, like, all lean muscle, at least eight legs, and these, like, tentacles trailing up and around behind it as both of them come sprinting into the room. Um, this is what you want in household pets? Well, when I, when my life is being threatened in my own home, it is. Has this happened before? Both of these beasts basically just start charging you guys down. And the dreamer, her eyes still glowing with this like acidic energy. She says, that was unexpected. You caught me off guard, but you 
have to remember, dear, I'm still the one that's dreaming here. You really think I would let something happen that I didn't intend to happen all along? And she sort of, like, gives you a wink, Malachi. But you sort of see in that moment that she, her eyes sort of dart to the side at that crack with a sort of real concern in them. And even as she's sort of trying to maintain the illusion and maintain the spider web, you can sense that her grip is slipping a little bit here. Yeah, I glance towards the crack also, and then I wink at her. <laughs> cool. Um, and I think that is where we will end our session and we will pick up at the beginning of the next round of initiative, the second round of initiative. Um, Holy shit. Next time. Uh, uh, wow, Ooh. good job, guys. Hooey. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that, which we hope you did, uh, you can find us other places on the internet. We are at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash shipoffools for lots of fun bonus content, including our Patreon-exclusive after show, The Mud Bath, where we sit around and relax and discuss the episode and our feelings. Uh, As always, there are some people that we need to thank. Thank you so much to Lucas Mangold for our beautiful theme music. You can find him at lucascarlmusic at gmail.com for all of your musical needs. And thank you also to Theo Golden for our logo art. You can find him at tgoldenart on Instagram. And thank you to you for listening. You can find us back with another episode on August 2nd. And until then, we will see you on the open seas. Bye! Guys, what's your biggest red flag? Mine is probably the fact that I own all of the Family Guy Star Wars specials on DVD. Awful. <laughs> wow. I'd have to think on yeah, it. that's, that's I did not know that about you. I'm rethinking our relationship. <laughs> Andy just leaves the call right now. <laughs>